This is the Earth Regenerators Podcast. Welcome to this week's episode of the Earth Regenerators Podcast. My name is Stephen Morris. I'm spending some time in Barichara for a couple months after the recent Refi Barichara event I attended. This week we listen in on a post-event discussion with five of the participants in Refi Barichara, including this week's guest host, Jeremy Nathaniel Akers. Enjoy. I proposed basically two structures to organize this conversation. Uh, the first would be an exercise called Abundant Greetings. Uh, Abundant Greetings just invites you to ask, answer uh, three questions, possibly. Um, who are you and why is it important for you to be here in this context that was Refi Barichara? Um, with whose support are you here? Uh, are you able to participate or be in this space? And the third question is a little bit more fun. Uh, if you had to make a t-shirt for yourself, what would it say? And uh, the proposal is to take about three minutes per person and try and answer one or all of those questions and then, you know, pass the talking object to your partner. Does that sound like a, like a jam? Yeah, sounds great. Awesome. Let's play. Yori, do you want to kick us off? And no. <laughs> no? <laughs> perfect. Perfect. Does anybody have energy to kick us off? Yeah. Okay, let's see, I have no idea what my t-shirt will say yet, but um, uh, this is Kotabe. I am uh, here representing Giveth. I'm super excited to be here. I am super excited to see what's happening on the ground. We want to build regenerative economies, and I think Barichara is a great place to do so. And uh, so I guess, like, going a little bit with the flow, I will say a t-shirt that I will be using right now is Let's Regenerate Marichara. I can go. Uh, my name's Ryan. Uh, I work for Regen Network. Um, so I'm, on, I'm here on behalf of Regen Network, but also here for personal interest and in, um, just following along with uh, Joe Brewer's work and was really excited for the opportunity to uh, be on location, meeting with project developers on the ground and uh, understanding their needs. Um, something that we do at Regen Network is uh, ecosystem service credits. So we work with a lot of project developers. We have uh, a tech side and then we also have a non-tech side, more scientific based side. Um, and so we're trying to bridge the, these two worlds and bring a lot of project developers on the ground projects uh, into the Web3 space. Um, and rewarding them for their regenerative work uh, using ecological assets. Um, so really excited for the opportunity to come here and meet with land stewards on the ground and to meet with other projects that uh, have similar goals and missions. Um, as far as t-shirts go, I think, <laughs> uh, I don't know if 
I think Regen already kind of created a t-shirt that's one of my favorites, which just says uh, Degen to Regen on the back. And uh, I think that's that kind of sums up like a lot of what we're trying to do uh, with ReFi is, is move the conversation away from kind of degenerative finance and more towards regenerative finance. I'm Gabriela Chan, co-founder of EpiHub, and I came to Barichara because we are focused on connecting this technology, ReFi, DeFi, with the real world, and this is the example of the real world we want to boost, we want to, to give the, the tools to, for, for develop. And I was amazed by the combination of so different profiles that need to converge to be connected in order to give wings to this dream that needs to be converted in a reality against time, we're rushing against the time. And if I would have a um, shirt, I think it would say like, I don't know, like, uh, you are the seed, we are the fertilizer, something like that to boost, <laughs> to put together and to add between the community and the technology. Excellent, thank you. Welcome. Um, this is Hori, co-founder of Ethic Hub, and I am super happy that ReFi exists, that ReFi just became something so cool, so trendy, and I, I, I really think this is here to stay. And I'm very happy because during the first years of Ethic Hub, uh, we were born in 2017, and at the beginning it was uh, crypto, and nothing about impact in crypto. It, we were the weirdos. And in the other side, in the impact space, crypto was like a scammy thing, Ponzi, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so now that we have found the intersection of these two worlds, and, and I'm amazed of all the people I have met here, so, so close, so, so interesting what they are doing. Um, so I think the, the t-shirt would be something like, uh, let's change the world together, uh, refi, let's change the world together, something like that. Bang, you heard it here first, folks. Um, well, my name's Jeremy. Um, why is it important for me to be here today um, or to participate in refi barichara? Um, the primary factor is about relationships, right? There's just a number of people that have sort of um, I've been introduced to, Antonio in particular. I met him Berlin, in Berlin, and that guy is just most obviously on the exact same team and playing the exact same game as I'm playing. And on the strength of his enthusiasm and like radical endorsement um, in a with this space, um, I was motivated to say, hey, that's a place where it seems like there's going to be a great game being played. I, I want to come play with you guys. And luckily enough, I'm here with the support of everybody who said, that's, that sounds like a great idea, Jeremy. We would love to support you in coming and playing with that game. So um, the folks of Regens Unite, the folks who helped me out with the crowdfunding to pay for the ticket to get here. Of course, my lovely wife taking care of my lovely children that enables me to, to engage and play. Thank you so much, Sarah. Um, and... Hmm. A t-shirt. Right now, the only thing that's coming up for me is I don't know. Like, it's such a good, good reminder that 
as smart as I think I am, uh, that I I'm so frequently surprised by the, by reality and how things actually turn out. Um, so if I had to make a T-shirt for myself, it would say in big bold letters, "I don't know." So that was abundant greetings. That's a, a super interesting exercise that anybody can throw down to to try and. Uh, offer everybody opportunity to engage in the space. Our next ga interaction game that I would propose would be a game called uh, Conversation Cafe. So Conversation Cafe requires a little bit of explanation. It, it does require some doing. It's pretty straightforward. The, the nuts and bolts have a lot to do with um, instantiating a vibe. And that vibe we can best describe in the ground rules for of our engagement. This is a bit uh, um, what I would say um, superfluous given our setting and given the fact that I've just hung out with you nerds for like four solid days of deep chilling but the agreements for a conversation cafe are to suspend judgment respect one another seek to understand rather than persuade invite and honor diverse opinions speak to what has personal heart and meaning and go for honesty and depth without going on and on and on and on and on and so it gives us a bit of a procedure that helps us to live into those great ideals and agreements. And the way that we would do that is uh, uh, after I explain the procedure, I'll drop an, a particular invitation, which will be the question that will organize our attention. And then we'd go around the circle once and do our best to offer a hot take in just one minute, responding to what is an impossibly large and complex question. But just in one minute, try and give the first thought that comes up for your response. And then after everybody's responded in just one minute, we'd go around the circle again, and then we'd, we'd again, a hot take, but this way, this second round sort of riffing on each other and responding to the input of one another in a very explicit way. And then we'd open up the space for a, an unstructured exchange, probably around 20 or 30 minutes in length. And then we'd go around the circle one more time, trying to, again, with a hot take of just one minute, summarize what we take away or whatever the most salient or whatever you want to double click on for folks out there, out in the world. Well, in this context, um, that is refi. My, the question that I'd like to kick us off with, like I said, is impossibly large, especially in the case of one minute. But it... Um, Given that our context is here at ReFi, how would you describe the state of the space, your experience of ReFi Barichara, and how that experience has changed your perception or expectation of the ReFi space going forward? Yeah, I can, I can start off. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of different ideas around what we refi is and in a lot of ways i like to describe that we're kind of playing with this invisible ball and we're passing this ball around in a group um, i don't know if anyone ever pl has played that game before um, i can't really demonstrate it on the podcast as much but um, there's there's this thing that we're all attracted to and that we're all working with and that we're all changing and and resizing and and scoping down and scoping up and scaling up and it's 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 just kind of one of these things that it, it's like it's an opportunity for us to to kind of figure out what it means in the process but something that's rooting that is the this idea that we're connecting to like local people on the ground um, and doing regenerative work so it's it's trying to find ways um, to basically bring these 
land stewards into an, an economy to build new economies in ways that will allow them to um, be re rewarded for the for regenerating the earth and there's so many different levels and scales that you can approach this at and it's it's a it's a extremely complex and challenging problem um, and we're all kind of approaching it in different ways which is really cool uh, and it's just it's like we're creating this circle of refi projects trying to solve this like mysterious energy ball <laughs> uh, to define what it is um, yeah uh, I kind of go ahead Thank you, thank you. That's that that that's our minute for a hot take. Okay. I know it's not a lot of time, and there's it, like I said, it's an impossibly difficult question for one minute. But yeah. thanks for offering us a, your hot take. Who wants to go next? So me, Richard Barichara, has been like a spark to start doing instead of planning and thinking. We still need to think and and recalculate because we are looking for solutions that we're not existing or were not implemented. So I think we are moving forward from wishing to doing. And this was like the spark to, to say, we didn't finish this meeting after these wonderful days. We just started. We are doing a battle against time to save the planet. And we need all the people here to become seeds that will spread around like a fractal and to grow and to grow as a network that covers the planet fast enough as to plant all these seeds and sprout them on time to reverse all the damage we have done with our lack of consciousness. So for me, this is a wonderful start. Bang, thank you. Who wants to go next? So I, I would say, uh, going back to what's DeFi, uh, ReFi, sorry. Uh, that is basically, as I said before, the intersection of crypto and impact, uh, and how you measure impact, if this is impactful or not. The way, from my point of view, to determine it is if it fits, if it contributes to the sustainable development goals, which is a way that everybody understands. Uh, so we have a shared language with traditional finance, traditional institutions. and. For me, very similar to Gabriela, uh, what I feel refi, but it's had a change in my point of view of refi is that until now it was meetings of people with nice intentions, but not that much about doing things. No? And here I found more real action uh, and a plan. I, 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 I'm really um, pleased with the plan that Joe Brewer uh, bring us no, with these bioregions, uh, even though at the end is very focused on climate. And always my worry is that this uh, refi is also about so social uh, empowerment and improvement and not only environmental conservation and regeneration. Thank you. Okay, let's see if I can fit a hot take in one minute. Um, I, I guess that I will start with, uh, I, I've seen recently how ReFi is becoming a more popular meme every time. And there are a lot of new organizations uh, that are expanding on what ReFi is trying to do, right? But we don't have uh, regenerative economies to look at and say, okay, like we know the road, we don't know the road. 
right? We all are, and, and I, I, I love the projects that are here right now, and, and we all are trying to fix the problem from our own perspective. Um, but I think uh, Refi Marichara also for me, it brought humbleness on saying like there are all of these, we are seeing something similar, something's different. We all have our diverse perspectives, but we are all, and, and a lot of us here, both projects that are digital and projects that are in the ground, we are willing to learn together. So that's my hot take. That's what I take from Refi Barichara and what I'm super happy about. Woo, sick, right on the minute mark, man. You're, you know what you're doing. We've done this before, I can tell. So as we go around for this, uh, I guess it's my turn. So before I get the, put the cart before the horse, um, God, what an impossibly big question. What idiot thought that up? Um, what has changed, I think, is the inter most interesting aspect for me. Um, I, I was just getting started in this idea of, oh, shit, it's actually much more community-based um, of the people that actually live in the places where I live. Like, how do I develop a relationship with that land and the people that are of that land? How do I become indigenous to the place that I am? Um, that was what motivated me to actually come here because I thought that I would get information that would help uh, that would help me in the quest to make that real. Um, I think that's exceptionally challenging work that I don't see a whole lot of examples of out there. Certainly not nothing that that uh, I don't find that on the gram. Um, I do find it on you know this part of Twitter, um, but that's what I came into, and what I get leaving is a very concrete sense of like oh. It's possible to create these collaborative networks together. It's gonna, it's a grind, but it, and it takes time, but for sure it can be done. I've seen it for real, for real. So now, as we go around the circle again, like, what did you hear from each other that sort of that you want to emphasize or you want to play up or you, you want to take in a different direction? Well, I love this idea of not focusing regeneration just in nature which is the main thing because it's the house, the, the planet. But there was tokens about regeneration of the person, of the human, and that would be a social regeneration because all is interconnected. So if you want to preserve the earth, you have to improve the way humans interact with that nature. And that comes from, from a change. And, and also the problems generated on the earth, on the pressure comes from uh, huge inequalities that the economic system has brought and the pressure it is exerting on the most disadvantaged people. The greenest areas of the world are inhabited by people who tend to be poor. 70% uh, uh, of the unbanked are small farmers producing a third of the food of the world, and yet they are trapped in poverty. And this reflects also in the way they interact with nature. So we need to solve the social and the economical part of the ecosystem in order to reflect it also into the environmental one. I think all is interconnected and it's important to bring a balance, put all the pieces together. Excellent. Yeah, and kind of building off that too, um, I mean, I've always viewed ReFi as regenerating the ecosystem, regenerating nature, and uh, a lot of ReFi Bari Chara is, is 
it, I mean, it was stated by uh, several people in kind of the introductory uh, uh, getting to know each other, but like, we're, we're here to unlearn in a lot of ways. And, and we're unlearning even what refi means and then rebuilding it. It's like, once again, we're, we're in this constant process of deconstructing and constructing and, and, and coming to alignment on, on what it is. And there's such a significance of understanding the cultures that are responsible for regenerating the earth and, and, and finding ourselves in, in relation to those cultures and understanding like who we are and, and what we can bring back to our own cultures. Um, aside from all the technology, aside from the ecological regeneration, because that's probably one of the most important lessons and, and one of the key areas to start is regenerating yourself before you are able to regenerate the, the earth. So, Thank you. Who wants to pick up the rock? Um, well, I, I also really like the perspective of bringing together um, the individual, like regenerate ourselves um, and regenerate our communities first in a the, in the small scale, uh, and that is hearing at each other, like seeing other perspectives, um, respecting what everyone else is saying uh, to build together. Uh, that's something that that I've seen. Um, I also think that the social part is as important as the environmental part. Um, and what I'm seeing here and what I like, we have learned a lot of ecosystems, like about the, the tropical dry rainforest ecosystem here, but a lot of how ecosystem works and ecosystem works on diversity. And so diversity of opinions and uh, diversity of projects and approaches um, strengthen the system and some might work some might not work as well like that well and, and we'll see there will be most likely an evolution but that diversity that richness uh, I think is that what is going to um, help the refi movement at the end thank you it was something I, I would say that I also like this idea of the the, the the legend, the refi legend or something like that. It was about the necessity that we mobilize millions of people, even maybe billions of people <laughs> to become stewards of the land and produce this change we need in how we uh, use the land uh, uh, in order to bring water back uh, and have much more uh, uh, better food and efficient, uh, more, much more food and, and much more uh, compatibility with, with animals and other species. In, and I, I think uh, I, I am becoming more and more optimistic about that uh, because it, I see the interest of people that is not crypto at all or not regeneration at all. When you, they see what is happening, they become very impressed and very attracted by this. No? Excellent. Yeah, I have a take on that. Like, if, if we're already on the, 
under 20 minutes of the coffee. Let me get <laughs> let me get mine real quick. Oh yeah, for sure. We can we can we can spit. Um, yeah, so this idea of the region legion and creating this vast network of collaboration across a lot of different projects, of course, really excites me. The opportunity to to give people a shared grammar and a way to easily communicate what's happening over there versus what's happening over here. I'm, I'm really excited about the, the idea of adaptive strategy. The, the other thing that really stuck out for me in this experience is the nested relationship. So we talked about the regeneration of the self, regeneration of the community, and the regeneration of the landscape. And what I didn't expect was to what extent the regeneration of the landscape actually fueled the regeneration of the self, which also fueled the regeneration of the community uh, through the creation of genuine value. Um, the community was engaged to, um, to innovate here and create new products and services that they could exchange with each other. And there's just something about getting your hands in the dirt in this very real way that just like empties the head and creates this state of clarity. So th that would be my take. So you got energy, man, spit it. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I also love about this, about like the, the region legion. I love it, that's such a good name. Um, we need a lot of people and to, to, be, to do regeneration. We need a lot of people to do regeneration. And, yeah, what um, was the story? Like a thousand bioregions? We need to create collaborative, uh, regenerative economies in a thousand bioregions across the planet? And I think it was uh, each bioregion needed to be like 50,000 hectares. So like, we need a lot of people to join this movement. Um, and I, I am also like Jory uh, becoming, well, I am, have always been an optimist. Um, I believe um, we can do it. I believe, I believe we, can ju we just need to, to show the way. I, I think that ReFi has the potential. It may be one of the biggest opportunities in crypto to, or in Web3 um, to bring Web3 to, to the everyday person. I mean, uh, and we need to do it. Like if, we, if we need to make uh, the changes to, to live in a more sustainable world and in a regenerating world, we need the numbers. Um, and for that, we need to also pioneer on something that Web3 still has not get, gotten right, which is communicate to the average person um, how we can do this. And so it's been also a very interesting journey um, trying to do this, uh, trying to learn this, because we are talking with farmers, or maybe a lot of the people are not like the typical farmers, are more people that are, you know, at least the, being innovators in their own field, um, regenerate, re regenerators. But, you know, at least we have to be enabled to start communicating with them. And I am so happy of seeing outcomes from Refi Barichara of like study groups that are hybrid between uh, tech, well, like technologists and futurists and uh, people that are in the ground. I think this is such a positive 
um, outcome of what we're doing, because I agree with with what Jory said. Like we we do need the numbers. We need more people doing this work. Yeah, I'm, I I think um, it's interesting because it, I think a lot of the solutions are going to come from the people that are on the ground with their hands in the ground, like they're the ones that we need to really listen to and, and, and the, the people here in, in this group, like we're all building tools and, and we need to create kind of these adaptive frameworks in a lot of ways for that, that meet the needs of the people in this region and like that's what a lot of the time was spent, like what kind of, how can we put our brains together to create tools that will help um, the people within this community and then we need, it needs to be adaptive in the sense because on the note of bio, on, not biodiversity, on the note of diversity in general, like this, whatever we create here is not going to work in every single bioregion or every single ecoregion. Um, it's going to, it's going to need to be adapted. So it, we're, we need to build out this like larger network, um, which I think in a lot of ways is what ReFi is of, of all these different tools that meet the needs of all these different regions and um, and sharing that knowledge in, a, in an open fashion. Like we, we talk in the ReFi space, it is really rooted in like open science and, and open source software. And uh, it's it's really important that what we're doing is, is not necessarily providing a, a one size fits all solution uh, and that we're actually um, coming together and collaborating around frameworks that can be adapted for to meet the needs of each individual. I, I think uh, <clears throat> because we come, we all are not the farmers, but the protocol builders, you know? uh, and so we are a, a, like very uh, focused on that. And we don't see much the other side of, of the equation, uh, which is a bit of the point of the Rayan, the Rayan legend, no? That is, yeah, you, we need builders, but ten times more or hundred times more, we need farmers. You know, we we need people in the ground using that tools, leveraging on that tools to do their job, which is the regeneration itself is not what we do with the tools. Is what we do is empower them, and and. Uh, one insight I had that is super uh, uh, beautiful is I was speaking with one women and not these uh, people uh, which is high le cultural level, uh, a farmer, a real farmer, you know, that is collaborating in the garden. And I was speaking with her about how do you see it? Uh, uh, the difference between this agro, uh, syntropic agri, uh, garden and what you were doing before, uh, and, uh, and she was like, "No, to be honest, this works much better." And 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 I say, and the neighbors is hard, uh, what they think? Are, are they uh, looking uh, looking at this? Are they trying to do something similar? Yes, yes, all of them are are very uh, looking forward to do, to copy this. <laughs> I, I, I wanted to take on that together with something that Kotavi said. He said, this is the new way. Nobody had tried this before. Web3, uh, of course, but I mean, putting all this together, these solutions, is not like doing research and find the solution. We have to create the solutions. So there has to be a lot of iteration, but fast iteration and efficient one to improve 
faster every time. And I think that the cell to this, the, the unit to this is trust. And trust comes, as they say in blockchain, don't trust, verify, by the example. And I was also amazed because I'm related to the, to the ground. So I'm, I'm not a, a campesino, but I live, I, I'm related to, to production to uh, some other times. Okay. So for me, I, I, I got the same impression that these small farmers got when they saw the vegetable garden. Like, wow, that corn is that high in only two months. I mean, I planted corn many times. And, and it's like the proof, the physical proof. And farmers don't have to trust on us. They, they didn't used to belong to our community. Now they have to. But if a farmer that doesn't trust you sees the result of your work, you don't have to convince him. And the word they were using in, in Rifa, and I love it, was contagious. You see that and you say, I want to do that also. Because it's impressive, because I love it, or because it's profitable, yeah. whatever, they, all put together. They talk about one capital, which is inspiration. No? As, exactly. Uh, and I, I say that also that was very inspiring for me. <laughs> for sure, for sure. The, I love this idea of trust as knowing the outcome, because we've, we've shown it, right? We, it, we have a tangible result that lets people know this is how the damn thing works and you can do it too. And that, uh, Hori, comes back to this point of like the return on inspiration and the return on social, the return on nature, the return on finance, all being, uh, you know, social nature and finance being other ways to tell the story of the return on inspiration. Go tell the story, show them the, uh, the end result of, hey, you know, look at what these guys did and... Do you, don't you want to do something about that too? Definitely does light a fire under my ass, and it gives me that sense of, oh yeah, this 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 is a killer meme, right? That that gives me such a strong uh, motivation to want to get inside that bubble and have a piece of that the meaning that we are actually creating, which is the impact of of the work. Anybody else? I just think I just want to say like that's one of the most amazing things about Refi Bariachara is this is like we're building the trust with some people on the ground and and then those who we've built enough trust with we can we can convince them maybe to experiment with some of our tools and then and if it works then it, it is kind of this contagious network effect where it, it will we'll see things work if we're willing to put the time in in meeting the people on the ground in, in trying to address their needs and, and build that trust initially. I mean, even just as, as humans uh, in relation, I mean, you can't just jump in there and pitch your project to a local farmer. You have to, you have to go there and, and, and learn about what they're doing and learn what their real needs are, what their challenges are. And I think that, that like, building of trust is so important and what really defines a, a huge difference with refi to like the whole DeFi, the rest of the Web3 space, it's, it's, it's like the people that are attracted to ReFi are the people that are wanting to go and meet people on the ground and build this kind of trust in a lot of ways. And I think, yeah, ReFi Barichar did a wonderful job of capturing that. Um, and I think it's very important, as I said before, to become the seeds, to spread, to make the growth fractal, because we need to scale it fast because it will just to spread the idea, but we still need to implement and, and make it work. Yeah. And talking about scale and uh, transformative work, um, I self-identify as techno-hippie. 
<laughs> but I'll bring the case, like a capitalistic case for this, uh, which is, I, I think the implications of, of the refi movement are huge. I mean, they can be a huge transfer of wealth, hopefully in the right direction this time. Yeah. Um, and, and where I'm coming from is, uh, Gabriela just mentioned it, like 70% of the, uh, of the people are, uh, well, I don't know the, the, the exact numbers, but like most of the people are um, poor, living in developing countries, and many of them in um, rural uh, or semi-rural um, areas. areas, yeah. And if we manage with the refi movement to, to show them, well, not to show them, to co-design with them a better way, like, a, 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 yeah, a better way, I, like that has so much implication uh, that will move so much of the wealth that right now it's being extracted from the land and from them, and it can be more evenly distributed. Uh, th that's on the one side. And on the other side, um, which is similar, I mean, sometimes people is like, well, public goods, public goods are not profitable. You, you cannot make profit out of public goods. And fair enough, like, maybe that's good. Uh, but not only that, but like, don't tell me that there is no money in public goods because basically government are in charge of public goods and government spending, it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. So if we manage um, to take care of, like to have these stewards of public goods, uh, which are the people that are closer to the ground and we redistribute wealth better with the stewards of the public goods, that's huge transformation. Mm. And in this sense of getting to that huge transformation, um, the implications of refi barichara just for me reinforces this this concept or this view of the whole space that is each one of us has got a different piece of this one large mega puzzle which is how do we regenerate you know uh, develop and effectively completely transform the way we interact and you know society as a whole human civilization if you want to be you know slightly slightly big about it and I just have this sense that, like, whether it's the the, the farmers or the community, uh, the community garden, and you know the technologists and you know the people's brokering relationships between the two, like we all are putting together this piece of the puzzle, and I just have this enormous sensation that the pieces are snapping in together with an extraordinary amount of fit, like they're just lining up. And you know, my solution is very truly not very Web3. I, I think this experience that we have in Barichara of bringing these people in person together in order to build these relationships and to compare how our different pieces fit together to me is an extraordinary opportunity to continue to, to develop that momentum and to trade stories of inspiration and hopefully generate new ones. Anybody else? I'll take, I'll, I'll uh, dig on that thread uh, because I think that's something that, uh, that we as Web3 builders, we also need to focus more on. Um, 
Like we, I think it's beautiful that we have gathered here close to the ground to see, um, to, to talk with the people that are in the ground, right? And I think Web3 doesn't usually do this, not even the refi movement. Like sometimes we're behind our computers, like designing solutions for people that live in completely different context. And if we don't find these places closer to the people that will really be benefiting um, from, from what we're supposed to be building, um, we're not going to build things good enough and fast enough and, and faster to adopt. Like we, we try to build things and, and we have this, there is this mantra between builders of like, build it and they will come. But not everyone will come. And, and we need this human level. And, and I think a big part of the great work that has been done right now here was on the human level, on, on building trust, on chatting one time and again. Um, I mean, Ryan just uh, mentioned, like, you, you cannot go and pitch uh, a farmer and, like, he'll say, oh, yeah, like, that's, that's an amazing solution. I'll start doing it tomorrow, right? You, you have to maybe, like, be there and, and answer all the questions. And, and maybe even so, it's not enough. So there's a lot of hand-holding that, that we will need to do, and I think that's, that's a missing uh, link that, that we are, that we're not doing right enough. And, but I, I do believe that there are, we're doing so much right, and we just need to um, remove some blockers, and at some point, I think that the river will flow. I, w I will take on the point you said before regarding Syntropic for agriculture. You said that where the most diversity, the more secure, the more productive it is. I think we need to have all these multiple points of view of the problem and of the solutions to add this syntropic effect, uh, as, as it is said uh, regarding problems. Nothing about us without us. We don't come with the solution to a problem that is not. It affects us, but it's, we are not the ones suffering. So we need to go there and ask them what the problem is since their perspective to create a solution with our capabilities. But the problem should be addressed from, from where it is generated, not where we perceive it from or, or angles. So I think for me has been a discovery, a huge discovery, this syntropic uh, dynamic, let's say. And, and I truly believe there is a lot of energy. The same way I was amazed about how all the collaboration between the plants make them emerge faster and taller and stronger. And I think that can be mimetized, pa parallel into the society. If we put together the most diversity and put it to work together, we can boost an energy similar to those uh, corn stocks. I'm, I'm amazed about the growth. I think we can achieve the speed of development that we need to make these goals on time. By, by adding this huge diversity. Yeah, and just kind of building on that too, it's, uh, we have a, a meme or a, a phrase that we say a lot at Regen Network, which is out-cooperate the competition. And uh, it, it, it encapsulates a lot. Like there's, there's this existing culture that is competitive, that is extractive. And uh, in, or in order to really like solve planetary crisis like we need to cooperate and, and we need to work together we need to be in the same garden diverse plants 
helping each other grow faster. Um, and, and it's just, there's, there's this dire need to shift our mindset to thinking in a cooperative mentality rather than in a competitive mentality if we're really going to scale these uh, solutions that we're trying to build and, and to solve these global issues. Does anybody remember that what that term was? Steve, I know you're over there doing the sound thing, but what was the what was the term? A phony poesis, right? This this sentiment that there is that there is a, a, a almost a vast conspiracy of pro sociality and great outcomes that are moving towards us. Can you unpack that for us, my friend? Sure, we'll we'll make a, a guest appearance here. Um, so we have this term. This is for the audience who wasn't a part of the original conversation. We have this term called, um, and now I'm forgetting it, the, oh, insidious, in, in the English language at least. Insidious is the hidden evil, you could say, the hidden destructiveness that we don't know about until in some cases it's too late. It shows up and we can talk about some, something that's going on like that. Even cancer, well, like if, you're, I have, if I have cancer in my body and I don't know about it until it's already spread through my body. That's something that's insidious. I don't know about it till it shows up. But we haven't had a word for what happens underground before the good shows up. And this is a distinction from Nora Bateson, who's a complexity thinker, comes from a family of, of complexity and ecological thinkers. Her father was Gregory Bateson. Her grandfather was William Bateson, who coined the term genetics. So she's very steeped in the natural world and natural processes. And Nora loves to make up words. So Afani Poesis came out of that searching for a word of like what's, what's happening in our world now that can lead to the good but it's unseen until it, just like a seed underground, and then it pops up. And I think about this as, you know, my patron saint and goddess, serendipity, right, out here dancing in fields while the hard work is being done, but working in the background to to move things subtly and synchronously into our favor. Um, it does require some recognition of our good fortune to take advantage and, you know, move in the direction of the that glimmering uh, opportunity that is revealed for us. Um, but I'd also like to, like, get super nerdy. Um, Ryan, I know that you uh, have have some feel for the etymology of this word. Can you can you give us the game and help us unpack it? <laughs> um, well, essentially, it's it, it's concealed making or doing. Poesis is, uh, it, the root of it actually is where we get poetry. And, and it, so it's, it's this kind of like crafting um, and making and doing. Uh, it has a lot of different meanings, as many Greek words do. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, in a lot of ways, I, I think of like emerging as well. And I mean, like there's this, there's this thing that's happening under this veil that we can't really see, but it, it's still happening. And we're, uh, we're, we're just kind of, um, I don't know, creating it together, um, but also creating space for it to emerge. And uh, it, it, it's, it's, it's this natural thing that is more in line with what we are here to do, which is like be together and be in communion and, and not necessarily um, be in this like competitive mind state of mindset. Um, I don't know if I can unpack it any further, but yeah, calling me out with my ancient Greek background. 
Can I speak to that? So, so one of the favorite phrases I like that Nora uses is to tend, and and when you think of regeneration in terms of re regeneration, growth on the ground, it's tending the garden. And I find that the experience that we all had, I think we all had, I know I had, and it looked to me like Joe was tending a certain culture. Right, we all came from wherever with whatever, but he was able to tend the garden of the, the environment, the soil they were all in, and now these things are starting to sprout. So that that kind of builds on that unseen, planted seeds, something emerging, and so the thing to con is to continue to tend, and tend to each other, and tend to our garden. And, and when I tend to something, I'm not directing it, I'm nurturing it. A totally different way, a more feminine way, yeah. as we tend to think, a more feminine way to, and there's there's needs for both at at the appropriate times. And also, just thinking of poesis in in terms of poetry and like kind of this art that we're like creating, it's like you need to create space for art. Um, like we're living in this really high, fast-paced world, and our minds are moving really quickly. We're 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 entrained to our computers in a lot of ways, and uh, it. it coming to like an event like this like in in spending the time to like go into the garden and like create space it, it's like we're almost um in our more natural state and and when we're in our more natural state we allow for more natural things to emerge indeed i i i have such a contentious uh, relationship with this this idea of emergence right i things emerge all the time but there's an extraordinary amount of whether that be hidden creative force or organizational um, uh, coincidence or intention to create the spaces that have high probability of things to emerge. So for sure, we want to create uh, lots of space and good vibes that give a high probability of, of positive pro-social pro outcomes to emerge. And it takes a lot of grind to get to those spaces. It takes a lot of people putting an tireless amount of energy. Like, for example, these, these two great ladies here in Barichara who created the 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 bio parque um you know a decade ago you know just grinding planting you know thousands upon thousands of trees uh, that you know it, little did they know you know they have now created this movement that other people have been able to align with and to uh piggyback off of and to uh find support and inspiration once more in anybody else yeah i i will take on the word tent because I think it's very important is to care for others. And at the beginning, maybe I sound too techy when I say seeds and fertilizers, but the, 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 the link between those words are for me, here's the valuable seed, the potential, and we need to give this care, this tend, this fertilizer to make it grow because the seed by itself won't sprout. We need to provide the proper environment and, and take care of it for this to make the best out of the seeds. So I think we are at the same time seeds and fertilizers, uh, fruits and tenders, carriers for, for each other. And it's a, a relation that is uh, 
dynamic, I think. Word. I it's, I, I want to Im- impart some influence on fertilizer, maybe not so much, but we are the soil, <laughs> right? We are the probiotic, very nutrient, biomass, and, and uh, uh, diversity-rich soil, as well as the seeds. And for us to be able to be that together for, for and with each other, it definitely has a, a massive creative potential. Anybody else? I, one more um, thought on cooperation. Um, I just think for one second about the massive mission of, like, of what Joe was mentioning, like um, regenerating Earth, right? It's massive. Um, and that's like, I, there, I'm so happy that right now in Barichara, we have probably uh, a pilot project of something that can become contagious um, of more than 30 projects on the ground that are already doing wonderful things, both on the environmental and the social sense for regenerate, regenerate self, regenerate the environment, regenerate social tissue, um, and so on and so forth, uh, regenerate communities. And we have also a wide diversity of projects that are like from uh, helping the supply chain, connecting producers and consumers, uh, monetizing carbon emission uh, bonds, um, helping projects to get funds easier and to create regenerative economies um, and steward public goods. There is so much, so such a richness of projects here and that's so good. And I think we all are going to work together because otherwise we cannot make it. It's such a, a big mission. So I think that it's so good that, that there are so many projects that are here willing to cooperate and to see like what, what part of the problem can you help fix, right? I, I, I want to, to talk about something that we haven't talked very little during the event and, and no, nothing at all here, which is the support from from governments and and traditional institutions uh, at the end we are super tiny and and the people that is supporting this are very few so i think one of the key points is how we connect to the traditional capital to the traditional governments so we help us succeed and and this is something that is not impossible at all, because in in that ecosystem, in Davos, also sustainability, they are not they are talking yet about regeneration, but sustainability is like a super good top topic. No? And uh, there is a, the tra- traditional finance, impact investing, which already moves more than a trillion uh, money in, in investment assets. So there is a lot of money, but it's been mostly in, in renewable energies and something like that, because it's much easier to invest in that than invest in, in a million small farmers uh, producing regenerative practices, which is much more uh, impactful. But the thing is, they already have taken the pill that we have to change the world, that we are facing the, the unsustainable, the, the, the end of the planetary crisis. crisis. And, and, and they are talking about 
the sixth wave of innovation, or say, I don't know which one is it already, but it, it's like, okay, we are just at the end of the era in of networks in which we invented internet and blockchain and all on social media and and Wikipedia and, and we democratized access to information and this was like the end of the era of extraction and we are about to start a new era that has to emerge which is the era of sustainability where uh, we finally measure not only capital not only I mean economical capital but also environmental social capital uh, and I think this is already mainstream, almost mainstream. What is not mainstream is how to uh, uh, regenerative uh, agriculture and regenerative finance uh, and, and Web3 connecting them together. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, what a what an interesting! Int I notice I have a strong emotional reaction to this idea of like networking with the traditional spaces. Like, well, you know, the spaces as we sort of discussed, the spaces that have have traumatized so many people, right? That have created a context that kind of sucks and has hurt so many of us so deeply. Like, there's. There's both uh, wisdom I hear in what you're saying, Hori, about fi finding support with those that have resources just makes damn good sense. And I noticed that there is some amount of like, all right, take a deep breath and figure out a way to do that, 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 you know. Uh, you know, doesn't have me losing my shit, you know, out of my fear and anxiety about how, how, how horrible those things could go. Um, we find ourselves here at the close of time, so I'd I'd like to just go around the circle one more once more in uh, and take one minute. You know, we've had we've covered a lot of ground, but if you had to summarize, or you you want to send people on their way with you know with any a particular insight or an aspect of this conversation that you want to foreground for folks, what would that be in just one minute or less? Who does anybody have energy to kick us off? I think this uh, paradigm shift uh, fr from competition to cooperation, uh, uh, which is like uh, the priority for all in the space, uh, it's, it's key for success. Um, I was thinking of something I could not translate, so I would say in Spanish <laughs> Si no estorbas, no, si no ayudas, no estorbes. <laughs> so uh, I think the other way it's like, uh, we need action. Good intentions are good, of course, it's our started. Good wishes are good, but we need to put the skin in the game and we have it, so we have to take action. So I would invite everyone listening to this to think within your small or big universe, within your community, what can you do to improve what you are already doing? It doesn't matter what size uh, th this improvement, but you need to give one step forward because we all together need to move so everyone within its own scale can do something we cannot remain passive so si no ayudas no estorbes it's not enough if you are not helping move it forward step aside no don't step aside step forward even if it's a little step it's better than just stepping aside thank you um i guess my hot take is um we are, we're doing a pilot here in Barichara, 
because the soil is prepared. Um, if you guys are already preparing the soil, like find a way to, to help us out. We're, we plan to document a lot of what we're doing here. And the intention is not like, no, we're, we're, we're doing in Barichar and we, we're not doing anywhere else. Like the intention is this work can be like the spearhead of something that we wanted to be very contagious. Um, and so uh, reach out to each of us that are here, uh, reach out to, to the whole movement and uh, let's regenerate Earth together, I guess. Yeah, kind of building off what Gabrielle said uh, in terms of taking action, uh, and it's not going to be easy. It's going to be really difficult for a lot of us to kind of do this mental shift to a more cooperative kind of model. And 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 it, I mean, we're we're all working for companies or organizations that are are trying to self-sustain those organizations and. It is it is going to be challenging even at that level to f to figure out how we need to like make sure that we're staying aligned with what we're really here to do in in terms of like what actions we want to take and and it, there's a huge need for experimentation and and like the small steps once again like it's it's like it, it, people out there need to just try something and and work together with other people and and maybe a work with other people if you aren't sure what you're what you what you can contribute and just kind of get a feeling for this experimentation space and and help address the biggest issues that we can by by working collaboratively together since i've been drawn in this conversation i'm gonna sit here and give you my hot take for wrapping things up sick um one one of the things i noticed one of the participants said which was so thrilling to hear is this is my version of it, my hot take, is we get focused on solving the problems because that's usually where the pain is. And I can forget there's a vision that's driving me or calling me forward. And if I'm solving all my problems and avoiding the pain, I may lose sight of the vision. So I encourage people to return to that vision, that inspiration, as we said, return on inspiration, because the only return on problem solving is relief of pain. There's something much greater in or following a vision, inspiration. Wicked, which I guess puts the rock to me. And let me push that button in time myself. Um, the, the network of lonely fighters, right? So we have all been doing our grind in not, not in true isolation, but in isolation from one another. So our ability to relate to one another and network the, our individual efforts into something that's greater than the sum of its parts. Fuck yeah. Um, one thing that didn't come up in this conversation that was a very significant through line or thread in the event itself was the was the relationship not just the relationship between people but the relationship between actors between others just you know the standard uh, systems thinking and complexity science um, ethos of think about the relationship that again is how we can defeat the prisoner's dilemma is by thinking about our relationship with our counterpart as soon as we start to think about and to prioritize our, the relationship with our counterpart it completely changes the game and allows us to make new choices and to reinvent new games. And so um, 
That has been uh, a riff on Abundant Greetings and uh, Conversation Cafe. Thank you, Ryan, Kotabe, Gabriela, and Hori, and Steve as well, for playing with me and uh, dropping some knowledge on some folks. Uh, I do recognize that we haven't taken our, our opportunity to shill the cool shit that we're working on to, to these folks. Do we want to go around the circle and do that? And how we might invite people to come play in this game together with us? Hell yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so in, in Ethicup, what we do is we help uh, small farmers in developing economies, uh, starting with coffee farmers in Mexico, Brazil, Honduras, now in Colombia too. And uh, we get uh, help them get funded. Uh, people can, uh, you as a listener, can lend them whatever amount, uh, super secure, uh, uh, with 8% return. Why uh, super secure? Because the crypto agents, regents, uh, buy our crypto ethics, stake on behalf of the farmers, so they have collateral. So basically, you are not taking the risk, you are just providing liquidity. And afterwards, we also help them sell their crops. So you can buy Ethicup coffee, at least in, in Europe, in part of Europe. And it's delicious coffee. I will vouch for that. <laughs> I'm doing the same. Uh, <laughs> well, pushing forward. Basically, this is about taking care of those farmers who use uh, regenerative agriculture. Let's think coffee is the king of agroforestry and something people don't know in general. And I like to, to use this space to spread word of it. 80% of the total production of coffee in the world is in the hands of people with two hectares of land, with poor people that live in poverty despite producing such a huge amount of coffee. And in general, according to the World Bank, a quarter of the world population is excluded from the financial system. 70% are small farmers producing a third of the world's food. It's very important to get, take care of them and to make sure they can improve their lives. Yeah, well, Giveth.io is um, a, plat a platform um, that spins up regenerative economies, or at least that's where we are heading. Right now, um, it's a platform to fundraise, um, but in a way, in a very different way than any other uh, platform does, because first of all, uh, unlike most platforms, we're not regional scope. You can donate and you can receive donations from any project, like any project can receive donations from any donor anywhere in the world. And second thing is there is no, there are no fees. So, 100% of what the donor is giving reaches the project. Um, but not only that, if uh, projects, or like we call them makers, but because they are making positive impact, if they get verified, um, we're, we're adding a cool perk because we have our own token and donors may get up to 75% of their donation back on give token. Uh, the game that we're trying to play, because we also, we also uh, invented our own game and the game that we're trying to make is create, turn donors into donors and impact investors and turn um, projects from just uh, non-profit projects to hopefully one day sustainable regenerative microeconomies. So basically, after you donate, you receive uh, up to 75% of your donation back on the give token and you can stake it behind uh, projects that will give them additional donations that will give you also some perks. Um, and eventually, this will help uh, as a collateral 
to to tokenize the positive impact that uh, these nonprofit, these projects are doing on the ground. So it sounds like with Giveth, if you want to donate to great projects, it's a, you can come participate and play a great game there. And if you have a project that is delivering positive social impact, you might be able to find resources there. So come play. Exactly. First time that donation can also have like it can have win-win and um, a two-way uh, street, both for for donor and for the project maker. Excellent. Well, I am um, product manager engineer for the Regen Ledger team, uh, which is a project within uh, that Regen Network development is building, which is in Regen Network. Uh, there's lots of layers here, um, but mainly the Regen Network mission is to uh, or be the origination source of new ecological assets, uh, ecosystem service credits. The most common, well-known ecosystem service credit is a carbon credit. Um, we're trying to go beyond carbon uh, and create credit, a framework that will work for credits that are soil health credits, biodiversity credits, um, any other sort of credits. Like uh, we do support the idea around like um, social credits and things like that as well. But our main focus is ecological assets uh, and mainly rewarding land stewards for their regener regenerative practices. Um, what What's really interesting and unique about what we're doing is is we're building this this framework that where essentially anyone can spin up a, uh, a a type or credit class is what we call it, and it can be governed by a community, um, and that that community governs the methodology. So this 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 idea that there's like a one size fits all it, it doesn't really work. So you can have like a methodology and a credit class that's governed by a community that's implementing certain regenerative practices. Um, and then that could be adopted for another community with slight variations and they could be governing their own methodology. And so we're really trying to provide this framework for ecosystem service credits. Um, just to throw kind of a fact out there that I heard somewhat recently, which is quite alarming. Uh, if you took all of the ecological ecosystem service credits or pretty much just carbon credits at the moment uh, that exist out there and you retired them and essentially consuming them as an offset, um, it would account for six days of what we're doing right now in terms, it would offset six days of this. So what we're really trying to do is, is inspire people to come up with new ways to reward land sewers for their uh, regenerative practices, uh, be the origination source. A lot of other refi projects that differentiates Regen Network from other projects um, a lot of other refi projects are uh, bringing existing carbon credits um, from existing registries on chain and opening them up to the Web3 ecosystem, which is great. And we're happy to see that. But uh, what we really want to do at Regen Network is be the origination source of new types of ecosystem service credits. And we want to go beyond carbon credits. Bam. So if you want to go beyond carbon credits, go hang out with Regen Network. Sick. Um, so my name is Jeremy Akers, Jeremy Nathaniel Akers. I work on uh, Regens Unite and uh, Refi Spring. Uh, I'm committed to helping people all over the planet create extraordinary experiences filled with human connection, networking 
communities and participants and regions of all different stripes and colors together to have important conversations and build trust. So you can come hang out with Refi Spring. You can come hang out with Regens Unite. Um, they're both my teams. I love them dearly. They do different things. I don't want to bore you with it, but come fuck with us if you want to bring people together and throw a badass party filled with participation and stellar astronomical stellar vibes. I also help people grease the wheels of interaction by learning a wicked set of interaction games that we've played two of called Liberating Structures. So if you want to learn how to learn Liberating Structures, practice Liberating Structures, use Liberating Structures in your daily life and maximize interaction, come fuck with me. I'd be happy to help. Mic drop. Thanks for ensuring that we get the explicit tag on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Deal with it. Deal with it, humans. All right. This is not a family-friendly podcast. <laughs> Drop the F-bomb. <laughs> this podcast is a decentralized platform for the regenerative community. Anybody on Earth Regenerators can propose or record their own episode. So if you're already on Earth Regenerators, contact Jacob Seidler if you have an idea for a future interview or audio essay. And if you're not on there yet, come and join us for regular learning journeys on the pathway to regeneration, inspiration from the many regenerative projects reporting there, and a wonderful community woven around mutual support. Just enter Earth Regenerators into your search engine and find a website or follow the link in the description. Let's regenerate the Earth. <laughs>